everyone. This is Alan Schimmel, DevOps.com, and you're listening to another DevOps chat. Today's DevOps, DevOps chat is all about Chef, the upcoming Chef Conference, and I'm happy to be joined by Nell Shamrell Harrington, Principal Engineer at Chef. Nell, welcome to DevOps chat. Hello, Alan. Greetings from Seattle. It's fantastic to be here. Yes, it is. How's the weather in Seattle? Surprisingly sunny today. Uh, and it wasn't raining when I came in, so uh, pretty darn good for Seattle in uh, April. Yeah, absolutely. Well, look, in April, April showers. Well, you know, the whole weather in Seattle thing's a bit of a fallacy. It, it's, you know, they get I, them, What I tell know. people when they ask me, does it rain a lot? I said, yes, but it's not like soaking rain. It's There's no. a constant mist in the air that gets into your bones and makes you cold. Uh, yes. So you learn to deal with that. But, uh, yep. Uh, greetings from beautiful for today, at least Seattle. Good for good for you. All right. So now the big news is we are what about a month, maybe a month and a week, a month and ten days out of ChefConf, right? We are indeed. I need to write my keynote. <laughs> I would say let's get started. Yeah, yeah, it might be a good idea. And this year, after ChefConf having kind of wandered around for a few years to Chicago and Austin, and I think Santa Clara, I was at one, and a bunch of other places. You guys are coming home to Seattle, right? We are indeed, and we are very excited about this. Uh, we look forward to welcoming the entire chef community to our home of Seattle. Absolutely. And when we say coming home now, you know, I think it's figuratively and literally and kind of philosophically. Absolutely. As ChefConf really represents a sort of coming home for Chef in a lot of ways. You agree? I agree. We made the recent announcement, which I know you covered on a previous episode, about 100% of our product code now being open source. And one of the reasons we did that was Chef was created through the open source community. Chef, I mean, the open source community built every piece of the foundation that Chef stands on. So we are returning to those roots with open sourcing 100% of our product code. And a lot of the discussion about that will be at ChefConf in our, our geographical home as well. Yep. And, you know, I mean, the, the open source reaffirmation of the open source commitment, I, I think, is one part of it. I think another part of it, though, Nell, is, you know, we look, I, I've run DevOps.com now for five, six years, right? And when I first got into DevOps, you know, Chef was one of the the blocks of granite, if you will, upon which the DevOps Foundation or the you know the DevOps world was kind of built. And and over the years, you know, there's there's been a lot of shiny toys that have come in as 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 such happens in the tech space, right? Of and sort of say, yeah, you know, that was yeah, Chef almost was old, and what is it doing to stay current? And you know. Is it still relevant and there's Kubernetes and all of these things? But to me, this ChefConf represents a, a bold, you know, provocative, confident chef coming in, you know, in their home court, kind of like the Hawks, right? Coming out of the next. Very uh, much so for their home stadium, but yes. Yeah, with the 12th man and, and saying, hey, man, we. We're still here. We're still kicking butt. We're still innovating. We're still true to our roots, and we're still helping people with DevOps. 
fair? Absolutely. I believe that is completely fair. Uh, we are walking this DevOps journey together, both the chef community uh, and chef the company as well. And this is bringing us back uh, into sync. Cool. So let's dive in a little bit. You mentioned the open source commitment, and we have covered that before. Give us some, you know, and you're going to keynote, right? I am indeed. I'll be keynoting. I'll be first up on day two. So make sure make sure to be there on time. Can we can we get a little preview without getting in trouble? Absolutely, we can. So I will be discussing developing software through a community. When I was starting to brainstorm this talk, I was worried that, uh, you know, I'm a principal engineer. I'm very used to giving technical talks. I was worried people respond with, why are you giving a cultural talk? And I realized open source community, it's not cultural or technical, it's both. And that's really where the magic of working in open source chef has come. We work on fantastic technologies. We work with fantastic technologies, including Kubernetes, Terraform, and so many more, uh, but we do it with amazing humans. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, now, be you're not allowed to mention your keynote, but give me what you what you're looking forward to the the, the top three things at ChefConf this year that you might be looking forward to. And if you want to do five, feel free. Absolutely. Well, for uh, ChefConf itself, I'm really looking forward to the community summit on Monday, May twentieth. That's when we get together, we hold a bunch of open spaces, we talk about what Chef is doing and where we as both a company and a community want to go. So there'll be a lot of talking at the summit on Monday. And then on Thursday, we have our hack day. It's not a competitive hackathon. It's more people getting together in groups and building something together. So after we talk on Monday, we'll start building what we've discussed on Thursday. And I hope to see everyone there. Great. Um, so that's one. Right. What, are some of, what are some of the others? Uh, as far as the sessions go, we have sessions uh, from people from retail, government, banks, major cloud providers, and so much more. A few that I am particularly looking forward to are a Habitat for Democracy. That's going to be by Chris Alfano of Code of America. Uh, uh -huh. They use Habitat to, to help them they use Habitat for civic hacking, essentially. So looking forward to hearing more from him. Another one is FIPS doesn't have to be a four-letter word from Keith Walters of TAP here. Uh, FIPS is Federal Information Processing Standards. It is as boring as it sounds, but it is extraordinarily important for our government customers, especially those who work in uh, particularly sensitive areas of the government. And then the third one, I mentioned how uh, Chef, it doesn't compete with things like HashiCorp, Terraform, or Kubernetes. It works with them. And one talk I'm particularly looking forward to is Terraform and Chef. That'll be by Seth Lippman and Andy Herm of Oracle. Very cool. You know, I will say FIPS is, may not be boring, but it is expensive. Very. I, uh, I uh, in my previous life, we, we had to have our information assurance, as the U.S. Army calls cybersecurity. Our information assurance solutions FIP certified for the encryptions and stuff. And that was a an ordeal, to say the least. So I'm interested to, I, I'd love to listen in on that one. Um, you know, you mentioned Terraform. There's a lot of stuff coming out of the Linux Foundation recently now. Absolutely. Cloud Native, and now this new CD Foundation that's spun up out of Linux Foundation. Um, 
it, it really is, you know, this whole move to cloud native mm-hmm. is in many ways, in, in my mind anyway, you know, Chef and, and some of the, you know, ground foundational work you guys did kind of laid the groundwork for the move to a cloud native world. Very much. Uh, you know, the groundwork, the reason Chef was founded, the reason cloud native was founded is we had this still radical idea that working with technology did not have to be as painful as it normally is. I remember I reached out to Gene Kim on Twitter after I read the Phoenix Project, and I told him, you know, it actually made me physically cry, the first half at least, because it was so familiar, all that pain of dealing with both technical debt and cultural debt. And what we've said at Chef, what uh, Cloud Nat- or Linux Foundation is saying, what other Cloud Native Foundations are saying is, there is a better way. It does not have to be this painful. And we're working to make a world where it's not as painful as it has been to run technology. Amen. You know, I remember sitting with Gene Kim reading a manuscript of of Phoenix Project. And, and, you know, those characters in there are composites of real people. Oh, yes. And when you, you know, when you think back to who the real people are, I mean, there it is dead on. I mean, truth is truth is truth. Um, So for... You know, I'm assuming there are going to be people in our audience who are absolutely attending ChefConf, but there are also people who have attended them in the past. But then there's also going to be a lot of people who have never attended a ChefConf listening in. And, you know, for those who haven't, shame on you. But uh, (laughs) (laughs) beyond that, you know, you're missing a great time because it's not all sessions. Very much. Chef is very Chef Conf is very much a community, a bit of a love fest, if you will, around Chef, right? And there's always some great social activities. Can you give us a preview, maybe? Sure. Two of the ones I'm looking forward to. I believe it's on Tuesday. We'll be holding game night. We started doing those at Chef Conf a few years ago, and I've always appreciated it. I have hearing loss, so when I'm in a big crowded, very loud party. I can't have conversations with people because I'm only getting every third or fourth word, uh, depending on what frequency their voice is. But with game night, it's quieter. People are more focused. There's something to do. I've met coworkers or people who became my coworkers a year later through game night. It's a wonderful way to connect on a deeply personal level with other attendees and other employees of Chef. These. It's absolutely fun. Uh, I think we're going to have something we've traditionally had at Chef at Game Night has been a game called Artemis, which is, I, I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, but it's kind of like a Star Trek LARP without actually being Star Trek. Um, but uh, there'll be board games as well, card games. Adam Jacob always runs a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. It's going to be a wonderful world of geeky fun. And then on Wednesday, uh, if kind of the traditional party is, is more what, what you enjoy, we'll be holding the community celebration. And because we want to highlight the wonderful things Seattle has to offer, it will be catered by Tom Douglas. Uh, for all you foodies out there, you know that's a very, very big Tom name, Douglas. both in Seattle cuisine, cuisine and you know, nationally and internationally. And mm-hmm. we have two classic Seattle bands playing. The first is Mud Honey. And the second is Deep Sea Diver. They will be playing the celebration, and we are very much looking forward to hearing them and sharing that with our community. 
So providing a little translation in the background, right? If Tom Douglas is there, there's a good chance there might be some killer salmon. Um, Absolutely. He makes, I, I was actually privileged. <coughs> he did, I, I forgot what event or you know, gathering I was at, but they brought Tom in. Mm-hmm. And he showed us how to fillet a salmon. Oh, what a wonderful experience. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And then, of course, we went to one of his restaurants for dinner, and it, it wasn't terrible. But beyond that, the, the chef party, and that's usually like the night, the last night or the night before the last day kind oh, of. Yeah, it's the night before the hack day. Yep. And um, that's always a great party because by then, you know, the sessions are in, people have networked around a bit. I've talked about a lot of the, the technology, and there, it's a good time to have a good time, right? It is, absolutely. And, uh, whenever I'm speaking at a conference, I always enjoy the, uh, the conference after my talk much more than right. the conference before my right. talk. Well, because before you're all, you know, tends teed up on, on doing that. You know, uh, Nell, you mentioned Adam Jacobs, and I'm sure some of the folks sitting out there are saying, well, I heard Adam's not the CTO anymore. What's he doing there? Again, I think it talks to the power of Chef. I think it talks about, about Chef reaffirming its roots and, and all of that, is that, yes, Adam is not the CTO, CTO anymore. He's out doing his foundation thing. But he is going to be there. He is presenting. If he I'm, is. He's presenting yeah. on day two as well. Um, what other kind of uh, John Willis is speaking as well. John, I think was uh, want to say employee eight or nine at Chef back in the day, mm -hmm. and, and he's also speaking as well as he will be there on behalf of Digital Anarchist, which is a a video platform. John and I partner on, and we'll be okay. doing interviews. Yes, we'll be doing interviews uh, all through ChefConf. So look look for the little uh, video set if if you want to say hello to john or check out some of the videos we're shooting um what about training though isn't there training or something going on earlier it is indeed uh monday which is the uh day of the community summit along with the community summit we're running chef along with the community summit we're running several training ses sessions so if you want to learn more about chef you want to learn about more about Chef and Kubernetes, all sorts of topics. If you want to get hands-on before the sessions begin, so you get familiar with the technologies that people are going to be presenting, that's a great way to do it. Absolutely, absolutely. So, you know, now, interesting, look, you're a perfect person to speak to the Chef Comp crowd, right? Because it's a fairly engineering-focused crowd. Right. It is. It's historically been primarily practitioners, though that is starting to change. We're getting what we call decision makers as well, but it is primarily an engineering crowd. You know, someone could be a practitioner and a decision maker. Absolutely. One, absolutely. <laughs> I, and they make the best decision makers. <laughs> I guess they call that diversity. But um, anyway, in a, in a funny kind of way. Anyway, um, but there, there's really something for everything at Chef there. What, I, what I'm trying to get at is I don't want people listening to this who are saying, well, I'm not geeky enough for that, or I'm not an engineer, or I'm not a developer, right? If you're at all interested in how software is getting done, how, how today's winning teams mm -hmm. are, are doing it, 
I mean, there's there's something there for you, Chef. If I can ask you, and we didn't talk about this beforehand, so I don't mean to put you on the spot. Give me what you think is one session that, frankly, you don't have to be an engineer for, and you'll still get a lot out of it. The one I would recommend is Bridging the Great Divide, Using Chefs as a Spark for DevOps. That is going to be given by Brittany Woods of Carfax, and Mm -hmm. I believe will illustrate not just their technical transformation, but their cultural transformation, because the two of them go hand in hand. Absolutely. I got to tell you, to this day, still one of my favorite chef comp um, presentations was the guy from, was it Alaska Air or Air Alaska? I always mix it. It's Alaska Airlines. Yeah, the, the keynote a few years ago. Yes. I remember that. It was CTO of Alaska Airlines. That was one of the best ones I've ever seen. I was. That was a really good one. Um, Anything else we want to highlight? I would say if you deal with technology at all, uh, whether that's as a developer or as an engineer or something else entirely, ChefComp is the place for you. We are obviously going to be highlighting chef solutions for how to do technology better, but that's not the only thing we'll be doing. If you want to meet a lot of other people who are having the same struggles as you, solving those struggles in new and different ways, please come to ChefComp. Excellent. Excellent. You know what we haven't done, though, Nell? We never told anyone where to go to get the information. Ah, uh, head on over to, let me check it real quick, uh, chefconf.chef.io, or if you Google ChefConf, you should get the correct ChefConf. If you see that it's a conference for food chefs, that's probably not the right one, but uh, check out ChefConf. It's in Seattle at the end of May, and we would love to see you there. Absolutely. And there's still still tickets. There are absolutely still tickets. Cool. Hey, Nell Shamrell Harrington, thanks for being our guest on this episode of DevOps Chat. Continued success with Chef and looking forward to a rock and rolling ChefConf. Thank you so much, Alan. Great to be here and looking forward to seeing everyone at ChefConf. Fantastic. We'll talk to you soon. This is Alan Schimmel for DevOps.com with this update on upcoming ChefConf conference. You can get more information at, at, uh, I guess it's, chefconf.chef.io or just google chefconf until then or until next time you've just listened to another devops chat